Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. And it's really an honor to have our next guest on. Chaz Palminteri is one of the most unique people I've ever met. And the night that Bernie died, one of the first texts I got was from Chaz Palminteri, a great New Yorker, a great American, and just a great human being. Chaz, it's really an honor to have you on. Oh, thank you so much, Peter. Hi, John. Hi, everybody. It's, uh, it's good to be here on this great day that we remember our friend Bernard, you know. He was a great guy, and uh, the thing I loved about him, like I was telling Sid this morning, you know, there's nobody realer than, than Bernie. He was as real as you can get, you know. He told you whether you liked it or you didn't like it. Bernie would tell you the truth. And if he loved you, he loved you. If he didn't like you, you knew about it. And that's what I loved about him, man. I think he had, like, all the attributes of a different generation, people who are loyal, uh, who are uh, loyal to their friends, who uh, had principles, who had guts, who were patriotic, mm-hmm. uh, you know, un, unembarrassed to be uh, Americans. They loved their country. And to me, uh, you know, Bernie epitomized all of that, and also the way he treated people. But you know you probably as well as anyone, Trez. Oh, he was, he was always kind. He was always nice to, to me. And I never heard him be, like, cutting like real cutting and really like, you know, he, he was very bright, really bright. And he really knew how to cut somebody, but he would do it in a way where he would slice you, you know, and, and that, that was the beauty about him. He would just slice you when you wouldn't even know it. And that's why I loved him. I used to say, I loved him and Sid together. They were great. Cause Sid would come in with a baseball bat and Ber- and Bernie would come in with a sword, you know? So, uh, it was, there was a great deucem and, uh, you know, the, the, He'll surely be missed, Bernie. He surely will. Let me tell you. Chez, how would really. how would Bernie have fitted in on Arthur Avenue and the Bronx Tale with the guys that you grew up with? Oh, they would have loved him. They were, are you kidding? Bernie would have sat down, played pinochle, played brisk. But Bernie was that guy. Look, he he grew up. You know, he uh, he, uh, he went to Colonel Hayes. He went to college in the Bronx and Riverdale. You know, he grew up I in mean, the projects. Uh, yeah. yeah, he grew up in the projects. I mean, a guy. And, you know, that's why he hated that, you know, uh, that snowflake mentality. You know, anybody who grows up like we did, Peter, when you grow up, you know, at that time we did, you know, everybody had nicknames. Everybody mm-hmm. cursed you out. If you had a big nose, they call you Joey Big Nose. <laughs> if you had acne, they call you Joey Holes in the Face. You know, you, 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 know you, you grew up, you grew up knowing how to take it. You know, you just grew up, and that's why it's different today. You can't say anything. You can't say any words. And Bernie really didn't like that. I, I, and, and, you know, that was the great thing about him. He hated that thing about that. When, when you grow up in the street like we all did, out uh, you, all of you guys, John, Peter, everybody, it's different. You grow up and you make jokes with each other, and, you, and you're not so offended. You're not so – because the world ain't that way. You know, it just – it just isn't fair, and it's not that way. And I feel sad for the young kids growing up today. I really do. Well, I'm saying this as an Irish Catholic. I mean, I should be offended by the things that Bernie said about, you know, when he did a skit on Cardinal O'Connor. I thought it was hysterical. I thought it was great. But if I was in sensitivity, I'd be shocked. I'd be, I'd be having an anxiety attack. I'd be, you know, going to a psychiatrist. Fact right. is, I agree with you, Chaz. People, that stuff went back and forth. That bantering went back and forth. I mean, whether it was races, religions, whatever, it was kidding around. The guys were tall, the guy was short, the guy was fat, whatever it was. And yet, living right. with it, you went on. You went on. You, you learned how to laugh about it. Uh, today, and, and again, Bernie hated that. Today, you can't say anything. People got safe spaces. I mean, how do you expect 
how do you expect these kids to, to go through life? I mean, I, I, I don't know. And I know it bothered Bernie. I think Bernie loved the old, he loved old school people. He really did. I, I remember a, when I was in kindergarten, one, one of the things, oh, for even the first grade, second grade, one of the things in the report card was works and plays with others. Mm-hmm. It didn't say yeah. works and plays with blacks or works and plays with Hispanics or anything. With other people. That's it. Well, then we, should, we should all work and play with other people. Absolutely, John. You're absolutely right. I mean, and look, are, are some people racist? Yeah, they are. You know, whatever, whatever uh, demons they have or whatever their mothers and fathers taught them to be racist, there are people who are racist. And, and you know what? You treat them accordingly. But I always believe that, you, you know, you give everybody, you treat everybody fair and be kind. My dad used to say, be kind. You can never go wrong if you're just kind to everyone. And, and that was the old school way, and that was Bernie. Bernie was kind to everybody. Can he cut you up? Absolutely. But he did it in a way where you kind of liked it, you know, and that's what I loved about him. Well, well Chaz, you're in the Bronx tale. I mean, you really uh, lived it out. You uh, spoke about your relationship with an African-American girl when you were in high school. And uh, yes. people may find that hard to believe today in today's woke world. But that went on. Uh, well, I know you were a young guy, but it went on a few years ago. Yes, well, it was 19. Listen, this was 1968. Okay. Talk about nine, years, right? Martin Luther King got killed. He got assassinated. Robert Kennedy got assassinated. There was the riots, the uh, uh, riots all through the 60s, the Watts riots. And what am I doing at, at uh, 17, 18 years old? I was. I, I got attracted to uh, this black girl. She was attracted to me, and we used to sneak out. And I love people today. You know, do you know I get people today that tell me, hey, Chaz, you know, I love your movie, Bronx Tale, but uh, the thing with the black girl, that would never happen. And I say to them, excuse me, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> My name is Claudio. I'm the little boy. I, I, I went out with a black girl. You're telling me that never happened? Oh, well, I didn't know. Yes, that's me. Yes, yes. I mean, some people just... They don't get it. You know, they just don't get it. Jazz, I remember sad. seeing Bronx Tale in the theater when you, it was uh, the play. You had the play on Broadway. And I right. was surprised by the number of African-Americans in the audience, Italian-Americans in the audience. Oh, and, at all the, yes. and at all the key moments of the play, they were all applauding, all laughing, all at the same time. Yes, you're absolutely right. I, and, and to speak very humbly, I have a huge, a huge following in the African-American community. Huge. And I'm very proud of that. I'm very, very proud of that. And when I do my shows, I just did two shows in, in Boston and one in Massachusetts, sold, two sold-out shows. Uh, and, that, and that's why I missed the, the wait for Bernie. Otherwise, I would have been there. And there were so many. It was, it was like half and half. Also, there were so many interracial couples. And it, and it was very exciting to see that for me. Real exciting. So, Bronx Tale uh, lives, you know, it's a legacy. It's a legacy that I have, uh, and I wrote it, and, and I'm, I'm glad that, I, you know, I, it's one of those things, you know, that, uh, I'm the only guy ever to write the screenplay starring it, the play starring it, and the musical is starring it, you know, and I'm proud of that, and I'm Jez, proud I of would, the legacy. I, I would say that you and Bernie McGurk symbolize and personify what Bronx Tale is all about, and now I understand, Lydia, you're going to... 
Oh, well, thank you so much, Chaz Palminteri, for everything that you do. I was a big fan as well. This is Lydia Serrani of the Bronx Tale. I'm from the Bronx as well. And oh, all right. we, I just said uh, they don't make them like Bernie anymore. That's all I have to say about Bernie McGurk. No, or like Chaz. Right. You're right. Or like you're Chaz. Right. Well, oh, I mean, that well, goes without saying. They broke the mold. Bernie. They broke the mold with Congressman. Everybody in this room, Congressman King, Chaz Palminteri, but... Bernie McGurk, there was just something about him that was just so genuine, pure, and humble and kind about him. Oh, thank you so much, Chaz Palminteri. See you thank soon, Chaz. You. Yes. See you, God Chaz. Bless you all. All God bless. Stand up people. God bless. Bye. Thank you.